Hello everyone. Today we are going to talk about prioritization. I'm going to teach you how to prioritize your life, how to prioritize your things and get as much done in as little time as possible. Adulting is a game. Adulting is finding out and maneuvering and understanding the balancing act by yourself. As you grow older, tasks will just keep getting piled on. There's always more to do. There are always new project. Someone constantly wants your attention, needs attention. You have to manage your social life, personal life, family life, work life, everything, and it gets difficult. We all have the same 24 hours. Why are some people more successful than others? Time management is a skill that is the biggest asset you could ever have and it's going to significantly improve your life in ways you cannot even imagine and one of the best ways to do that is to learn how to prioritize for starters you have to be really realistic You need to set realistic expectations for yourself and avoid overcommitting. Remember, being a people pleaser is just going to lead you to burn out. When you know you cannot achieve or commit someone something, step back or ask for grace. Don't be a yes man. Don't be like, "Yeah, I can do this and I can do that. I get it." We want to achieve as many thing as quickly as possible. But you need to realize that if you overwhelm yourself you're going to reach to a point of burnout where not 10 you won't even be able to do one task by yourself prioritization also comes with optimization of all your qualities step 1 let it be a year a month a week or a day the first step in prioritizing anything is making a list You need to have an order of priorities and you need to design it in such a way that the most important and urgent task is on top and then it trickles down below. This will give you a visual of what's the most important thing and what can wait at the bottom. There are some things that are very time bound that are time restricted they can only be done in a particular season or they have their moments like someone's birthday someone's announcement any submission things that immediately are coming with a deadline you need to do those things first and i know procrastination for these things hits first but you need to realize that this is time bound this cannot wait once this opportunity is gone Once this deadline is crossed I cannot do it again so this should be priority number 1 priority number 2 if there are tasks that need to be done that are going to make tasks in the future easier for you to do like a building block you should consider doing those next because the impact of it is high the importance of it is high because connected to that work your other tasks are related so you need to do and get into this flow because it will make your task easier later on focus on those things that contribute most directly to your long term goals 
Some priorities are short term. Some priorities are long term. Some priorities are daily, weekly. Some are yearly, monthly. So you need to realize that what are some things that can be done overnight? And what are some things that's going to require more effort and time to keep growing on? A lot of times the issue that I have are two. One, procrastination. And second, complexity. Let's say I need to do this thing immediately. But maybe I'm not in the mood. Maybe I'm tired. I just can't give my 100% at that time. It's often because of the fact that this task is going to take way too much effort and mental load. This is a complex task. Humans are not inherently lazy. Humans are not designed in such a way that they don't want to do things. A bored human is actually a very sad human. Humans love to be active. So you need to realize that this pushback that you're getting, this laziness that you're feeling, is because of the complexity of the task. So because of that, you need to break that down into simple blocks, into simple parts that you can do easily. And once you do these small, small things quickly, they will motivate you to finish it eventually. Always remember, you can start a task that you have prioritized, but if you haven't finished it, it doesn't matter. Your progress doesn't matter. You need to finish anything that you started. Otherwise, you're going to make this habit where you leave everything half hazardly. All your projects are half. All your ambitions are half. And you are a person who will only give 50%, 75% to things and you will never commit 100%. Do not make that habit. That habit is very easy to make. This is where I would say journaling has really helped me. Journaling helps you keep things in track. I love writing my priorities of the day in the morning. And before I go to sleep, I give myself little ticks in my journal to remind me, okay, this is done, this is done, this is done. And the amount of satisfaction that you get, the workload that has been pushed off your shoulder, the relaxation that you feel is going to make your sleep 10x better. Now, this was regarding work. There is also a very deep psyche related to priorities of relationship and priorities of other things in life. Some people are your priorities. Your children are your priorities. Your partner is a priority. Families are demanding that way. It can also come to friends. It can also come to sleep. It can also come to personal development, your self-development, which definitely should be your priority. Oftentimes where I have suffered when it comes to relations is I prioritize some relations more than some of my work. And it hurts when that person doesn't prioritize you the way you see them. Because that energy is not coming back. You're not receiving that energy back and that frustrates you, that irritates you and that makes you question your self-respect that why am I not at the same level of priority for this person the way this person is a priority for me. I consider myself as a pioneer for the work-life balance. You know, the whole idea of it. I have been preaching work-life balance since I was in college, I always strive to achieve it. I try new techniques, I experiment with new habits so that I can help people 
achieve work-life balance, and I think I've been pretty successful. But there have been certain experiences in my life where even I have been hurt because I practice work-life balance better than other people. And I'll tell you a story. Anything I do, I always give 100% of my attention of my time. If my heart is not in it 100%, I will not do it. Let it be any task, even if it's food, even if it's cleaning, even if it's something menial. I want to be present 100% because I want to be conscious and living my life 100%. Let it be boring. Let it be interesting. Let it be even on autopilot. I still want to be aware. Autopilot does not exist for me. Compared to all of my peers, I started working very early. And even then, I had made a promise to myself that because I don't want to lose my individuality and because I enjoy a good social life, I am going to prioritize my work, my health, my social life. Because all of this, somewhere, one way or the other, is related directly to my mental health and the quality of life I'm going to lead. So I always made sure that even though I'm giving my 100% at work, I am maintaining my friendships, I'm maintaining my relationships, and I'm showing up whenever it's required. My friends would still call me busy. They would obviously appreciate that I would take time out and still make it happen. I always show up, I always commit, I deliver. But because they were unemployed, they didn't realize at that time the kind of mental strength it takes to even just show up. And you know why you show up? You know why you're there? Because you love them. Yes, you want to balance your social life. That, that's a point. I completely get it. But it's because they are a priority. It's because that person makes it worth it. It's because you see value in it. But years later after, when it came their turn to practice the same level of work-life balance, to make time even when you don't want to, to push yourself to deliver, to complete what you have committed to finish it, they lacked. And they showed where their priority lied. And that really, really hurt me. And that messed up a lot of friendships of mine. I still kept going. Because I'm not a person who's going to withdraw my energy or start acting rude or be mean out of spite like that. I am me. I am who I am any point, any day, any given time. So I'm not going to restrict my friendship towards you because you can't commit as much. Because I'm not going to act selfish or childish that way. Because I made that choice first. I put you on my priority list because I see value in it. It's not on my friends. I'm not blaming them. But do you know what happened in the long run? It always comes to bite you in the ass. Because things like these, goodwill, value, social life, friendship, you don't see immediate gains in them. It's not like your gym gains. It's not like your financial gains that you see the progress immediately. Na, na, na. It's a very hit or miss. It's a very probability-based. But the kind of development you have with networking, those rewards come way later in life. Years later, 
I was still that jovial person who had a lot of friends, who had a lot of groups. I met even more people and I was balancing out even more things. Because once when you learn balancing out your life in one sector, it sort of starts working on its own and you can focus your attention and concentration at other things in life. And I started putting in that effort early on. So by the time when I was slightly older, I didn't have to pay so much attention to it because it was compounding on its own. But those friends who couldn't make time for me, they're still there. And they became sad and bitter. Because friendship, my friend, or even relationship, it's a two-way street. Networking is a two-way street. If you want it, go get it. They were in their receiving era. They were just waiting and they would only talk if people would approach them. And it becomes a habit. When you're constantly invited for things and you keep saying no or making up excuses, could be legit, could be you just didn't feel like, you're bound to know that after a point, people will stop inviting you because they sense a pattern. No one likes rejection. And then, later, when you don't get invited and you see on social media them enjoying their life, having a gala time while you were rotting in bed and you're getting FOMO, then don't wish, oh my God, no one calls me. I wish I had more friends. I wish someone takes me out. I wish this for me and that. No, no one's going to wish that. And even if you manifest it, it's not going to happen because for some things, you just need to put yourself out there. When the opportunity was there, you weren't prioritizing enough and you were too arrogant, thinking that things would just happen for you, especially things that require you to put yourself out there. And you didn't work on it. You didn't act on it. Then you do not have the right to sit and daydream and wish that I wish this happens to me and that happens to me and you just never step out ever, ever. This is not when Delulu is the Salulu is the answer. It's not. If you're going to sit in your room the entire time and watch TV and never be on social media either and just wish that, oh, I wish I find the love of my life and he finds me somehow in my bedroom and I'm never going to talk to anyone and I'm never going to step out of the house, but he needs to like suddenly, you know, show up and do all of these things. Wait, why? Why, why would someone show up to your house out of the blue? You can buy as many crystals as you wish. You, you can manifest as much as you want to. You can make all the vision board for all I care. But if you're not going to put yourself out there, even though you wish for all these things, if your thoughts don't translate to action, you're not worthy. It will never happen for you. Wishing is one thing. Acting on it is another thing. Only those people are helped by the universe who help themselves. And similarly with these friends of mine, they met me years later and they were like, oh, we used to be such good friends and then what happened? And then we stopped hanging out. Baby, you stopped hanging out. I was always hanging out. And then they would say that, oh, you know, like, wow, you have so many new friends right now. Why don't you introduce me to them? Or this and that. Na, 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 na. Do your own work. Get your own friends. My friends are not your friends. I did the work. You abandoned me. I met new people and you're replaced now. 
Why should I do all the work and serve you friends on a platter when you cannot even get out of your house to do your own commitments? Simple things as wishing someone happy birthday, in wishing someone good luck, in keeping tags with someone, having small talk. These things count. These things add up. Yes, it's frustrating, but you need to look at the bigger picture. This is when you need to realize what relationship you want to prioritize. It could be your partner. You want to improve that life. It could be your pet. It could be your child. It could be your friends. It could be your parents. Even these things need to have a priority and they need to have some commitments that come what may. These are the bare minimum things that I'm going to do. Period. The last part of this entire priority process is to re-evaluate regularly. Priorities will shift over time. A week is done. A month is done. You keep need to update this priority list. It is important to regularly reassess and adjust your task as it needs to be. You need to be flexible and willing to reprioritize based on changing circumstance. Nothing is set in stone. Nothing is rigid. Anything new might turn up. You might have a crisis at hand or you might have something that's taken off your priority list by chance. Make use of it. You see free time, you fill it up. Even if you have to fill it up with rest, even if you have to fill it up with therapy, even if you have to fill it up with enjoyment. Fill it up mindfully. Prioritize mindfully. Do not burn yourself out in prioritizing it. Because once, when you prioritize well in advance, it helps you keep a mental picture for the future. It helps you assess and be prepared. Yes, I have to do this on this date. I'm mentally prepared. And the moment that clock strikes at the correct time, you are already in the mood, you're in the zone, you are ready to go because you made that commitment to yourself a while back and now it's time to deliver. And with that, I would like to wrap today's episode. I want to express my serious, sincere gratitude to each and every one of you who has been listening to my podcast from the start. This really means to me and I hope that I am being a part in improving your life. You can come and revisit these episodes as many times as possible. And soon I'm going to share my email with you with which you can write to me and we can discuss things hopefully over the episode and I can give you as much advice as possible. Thank you. And that's for all. Your host, Ira from Irreplaceable Ira. Have a nice day.